0: Welcome to Recess Now, 5-Minute Bit. I'm Ralph Seymour, physician assistant in emergency medicine and critical care. Today's episode is the bleeding AV fistula, or graft. This is an emergency that I've had some experience with over the years, and it can be one of the most intimidating things to come into the emergency department, and certainly one of the most intimidating things to drive up upon in the field as a paramedic. I think it's important to talk about some of the key treatment options when facing the bleeding fistula. Obviously, you adhere to the ABCs, and that goes without saying, but I think when it comes to resuscitating patients, very few things take precedence over severe hemorrhage or life-threatening, catastrophic bleeding. Now, the thing that you want to do when you come across somebody with a bleeding fistula. Oftentimes, these patients just had dialysis or recently had dialysis. So you have to consider that their coagulation is not going to be normal most times. They could have been over because people on dialysis receive heparin. Now, the first thing that you do, other than the ABCs, is you want to take control of the bleeding. So taking control of the bleeding in the field and in an emergency department, the steps are going to be the same. The first thing that you're going to do is direct pressure. Now direct pressure, I found anecdotally in my experience, almost always works. You take direct pressure with some gauze right over the bleeding site, which is usually nothing more than a pinhole and you hold pressure, and then you put a pressure bandage or a an ACE wrap over the top of this and watch the patient or transport the patient. Now, this almost always works. There are other options to do in conjunction. There's gel foam. There's topical thrombin, which would maybe be available in the emergency department or the ICU. And there's Surgicel type preparation that can help with clotting. Now, in the field, if this is unsuccessful and a patient has a life-threatening hemorrhage, besides the normal things that you would do, like IV access and things of that nature, you would always want to control the bleeding with proximal control. If you can't get control with direct pressure, proximal control is the next step. Now, what do I mean by proximal control? I mean a tourniquet if necessary. I steer away from tourniquets. Uh, in general, but it's not the wrong move if somebody is bleeding out in front of you. Proximal control takes away arterial blood flow, and you have to keep in mind that you'll still have venous back bleeding through the fistula, obviously, until the arm drains, but direct pressure is much easier to obtain with only venous bleeding once you have proximal control of the arterial source. Now, taking the tourniquet out of the equation now. When you have this patient in the emergency department and you're trying to establish some sort of control over this bleeding, somebody else should be considering things that you can do in addition. If a patient just recently had dialysis, one of the things that you can consider is protamine. Protamine in the emergency department or ICU certainly the operating room, is an agent that's often used for reversal of heparin. We know that the patient just had dialysis. We know that the patient is bleeding. So protamine is, is an item that can be considered uh, to give to the patient to reverse a presumed overheparinization. Now, The recommendation uh, of the dose of protamine is one milligram uh, for every 100 units of heparin given during dialysis, but oftentimes you're not going to know this. So 10 to 20 milligrams of protamine should be sufficient in most cases. Now, the next thing that you can consider in a dialysis patient is the fact that their platelet function doesn't work very well, whether they're uremic or not uremic dialysis patients' platelet function is not great. So the one medication that you can consider in this case is DDAVP, vasopressin, desmopressin. Uh, That is a drug that uh, can be used to increase platelet function. Uh, Factor VIII and von Willebrand factor are increased with this and such the platelet function is much better in the dialysis patient and that will help with your bleeding problem. Now, the next thing that we can talk about is TXA. There was a case report on TXA used topically for this. I don't know of any hard evidence for TXA administration intravenously, but if somebody is bleeding out and you have quick access to it, I don't see a downside, but check with your institution or local guidelines before making that decision. Now... The last thing that I want to talk about is the life-threatening hemorrhage in the emergency department. A vascular surgeon should be notified as quick as possible. You need to get them on the phone, and you need to get their instruction and recommendation. The next thing that you need to do is you have to be prepared to take on this bleed with a suture. The easiest way that I found to do this is to have a team all know what their instructions are prior to starting the procedure. You'll need a suture kit. You'll need a nurse. You'll need a tech. You'll need people in the room that understand what you're trying to accomplish. The way I do it is I have one nurse put her hand above the fistula with firm pressure holding proximal control. The next thing I do is somebody else will have a hand beneath the fistula, and that will decrease venous backflow into the fistula, or flow into the fistula, I should say. And that will, once the fistula drains, will accomplish hemostasis. Now I have a good visualization of what was bleeding usually a small needle hole, and I will throw one throw on one side, come across, and one throw on another side, sort of a horizontal mattress suture. You can also use a figure of eight suture, if you, if you wish. are a, a purse string suture, whatever suture. But the point is, don't throw a stitch through the needle hole okay? That's not going to work. That's going to fail. The next thing you need to know is you have to get a bite into the roof of the artery, okay? So once you get a throw in the roof of the artery, you know you got a bite into the artery or the fistula, then you know that you can bring the edges of that needle hole together to tighten it as a unit in all layers, including the skin and the vessel. And that should establish hemostasis. It can be intimidating. It's a life-threatening emergency. You may have to institute blood products and things like that because patients do become unstable. But understand this, that you have to have your wits about you when dealing with the bleeding fistula. Because people get intimidated. People freak out. Keep your wits about you. This is Risa Snow. Five-minute bit. Thanks for joining.